0: Yeah, yeah. Tiffany Micah Podcast and welcome to today's episode. So, seven deadly mistakes athletes make. Now, this is what I believe that athletes make, these seven deadly mistakes, because as I was putting together my philosophy for what I believe is what is true for an athlete, Uh, what I also wanted to make sure that I was looking at was also the deadly mistakes that athletes are actually making and I was looking back at the things that I did as an athlete growing up that I wasn't aware of and I wanted to ensure that you don't make the same mistakes I made and so that if if, if these do exist and they are part of what's going on for you you're like yep okay great i now I'm aware of these and now what I can now do is I can work on flipping them over and doing the complete opposite of what what these seven deadly mistakes are okay so I don't want you to let this be you and I know that you really want to achieve your sports dreams but I'll tell you, from my own experience, these these are the mistakes that I had made, and they cost me my dream, and I want to ensure that they don't cost you your dream, and the first one that I'm going to share with you very shortly, it cost me my dream, and I lived with regret for for 25 years, and again, I don't want the same thing to happen to you, and Thinking about living with that for twenty five years, it makes me sound really old. <laughs> Even when I when I say it, I am like, oh, far out. And I, I feel like I've only just closed my eyes for a second, and here I am, forty eight years of age. And you know, I, I don't know where the time's gone and, and what and what has happened. But I feel like I was only twenty yesterday, and time passes so much quicker than you think. So. I don't want you to waste the time, okay? I don't want you to one day wake up and go, well, what happened? And it's 25 years later. Because that was, because I lived with regret for so long and it took me 25 years to get over it. And I was like, whoa, what happened there? I don't want that to happen to you. So we want to make sure that we're tackling what these deadly mistakes are. So we'll start with the the first one of the seven deadly mistakes. And it's, you don't, well, number one is you don't believe you can do it. And I know that you know what you want. And I know that you, that it's everything to you. Because I wanted it too, I get it. But if you keep having this gnawing feeling in your head, and then you keep saying, you know, you're not good enough. You're never going to make it you're joking, you're having yourself on, you're not as good as them. All of that kind of thing that's going on and on and on, this is going to hold you back. And if you've heard and listened to me before, you've heard me talk about my tennis story plenty of times, of how much I wanted to be the tennis player that I wanted to be. It was all I ever wanted. It was all I ever wanted from the moment that I could, could walk you know, the moment that I discovered tennis, like Mum used to say, that I used to walk around with a tennis racket and tennis ball in my hand all day from the moment I could walk. When I actually had a tennis lesson, uh, I went to a tennis camp for the first time when I was about six and a half, seven years of age. I knew that was for me. I fell in love with the game from oh, from that day. On. That was it. I knew what I wanted from my life. But the big thing and the problem was that I didn't know how I was going to get there. And really the core of, of what didn't happen was that I didn't believe that I could do it. I didn't believe in me. So we want to ensure that you, know, you don't end up that way of not believing in you. Because if you repeat it enough and you keep saying that you're not good enough and that you're never going to make it and you're having yourself on, you're a joke, you're a loser, all of those types of things, you're an idiot. Anything that you keep repeating negatively like that, if you repeat it enough, you're going to believe it. So what I want to do here, um, just to get this in your mind, is this is from um, Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. And it's one of the all-time classics, so I would recommend if you haven't read it, read it. But in this, in this particular part in the book, there is this poem, and it goes like this. It's all about belief and having faith. If you think you are beaten, you are. If you think you dare not, you don't. If you like to win, but you think you can't, it is almost certain you won't. If you think you'll lose, you're lost. For out of the world we find, success begins with a fellow's will. It's all in the state of mind. If you think you're outclassed, you are. You've got to think high to rise. You've got to be sure of yourself before you can ever win a prize. Life's battles don't always go to the stronger or faster man. But soon or late, the man who wins is the man who thinks he can. I hope you really listened to that. If you didn't, I want you to go back and rehear it, okay? Re-listen to what I just said. It's all about belief. If you don't believe, you can do it. And I believe this is the number one deadly mistake that would hold you back, If you don't believe, you won't get there. doesn't matter how hard you work. I was one of the hardest workers in the squad that I was in and I didn't get there. Why? Because I didn't believe it was possible. So make sure, right? Number one, deadly mistake. You don't believe you can do it. So we want to make sure that you do believe, okay? Number two, you set timid outcomes or no outcomes at all. So what does this mean to you? Well, this actually means that you set outcomes that make yourself yawn, right? You are uninspired by them. They'll never push you out of your comfort zone. You are comfortable with where you're at and you just wanna sit tight in that place, but you're grasping on to hoping that nothing ever changes. You don't really set goals. You just wanna drift and see where, where life takes you and you're very casual in your approach. So uh, we want to ensure that that's not going to happen, right? Because it's all good to have a dream or even have a goal, but if you're actually not setting the outcomes and the outcomes is really a result or an effect of an action, if you're not setting outcomes, your ideal result that you really, really want and you're not taking the action steps well, then you just, you're just not going to get there. And the same with like, well, like I've talked about before in tennis, I knew what I wanted, but I didn't have the action steps in place to make it happen. I knew I wanted it. I wanted it so bad, but I just kept working harder and harder and hoped that all the hard work, it would just all come together. And the thing is, is it doesn't matter if you, how hard you work, if you don't have some strategies in place, if you don't have a set some outcomes and you don't know what you, even though you do know what you're working towards, but you don't have things in place to ensure that you get there, it doesn't matter how hard you work. So you need to make sure that you're setting those outcomes, you're putting strategies in place, okay? Number three, No master plan and dreads everything. And what this really means to you is that you have no plan, you have no strategy, you just try to wing it and you hope that it will work. You're apprehensive about everything that you do. You have no strategy, you just rock up. right? It's that thing of winging it and hoping it will work. You're anxious about making mistakes and you're even fearful of taking action in case it's the wrong move. And you know, like years ago I I didn't know much about goal setting and creating a plan, creating strategies to turn my dream into reality. And I remember when I was learning to play golf. So I shared with you I've played tennis, that was my childhood dream and so on. I learned to play golf when I was thirty-four. And I thought, wow, finally I've got the chance again to pursue my dream of becoming a professional in another sport. Oh, you know, and, and I didn't want to make the same mistakes that I made in tennis. I knew my tennis demons were coming back to haunt me. So I went and had some sessions with this mind wizard, right, a mind coach, a guru. And this is what I found confusing was that we set a goal and he said, that's all you need to do. You just need to set the goal. And I was like, well, I've set goals before. But what I couldn't make sense of was that because even though it was written out the goal, and by this date I'm going to achieve this, this, this and this with my goal, I still had no clue how I was going to get there. And that was the thing that was troubling me. It was like, oh yeah, that's great to set a goal, but how am I going to get there? He's like, oh, well, it'll just happen. And when people say that to you, it'll just happen because we have this um, system in our mind called the reticular activating system, the RAS. And what, what it is, is once you state what you want, your mind or your brain goes out looking for the answers for you. But it's only if you're aware. So if you're not aware and you're not listening to what it finds for you, you still won't get there. And that was the thing that I really struggled with was that um I knew what I wanted and I'd set a goal but I, I was very confused about what to do next and and you know this this was what caused a lot of problems this caused a lot of mistakes uh, I was worrying about making the wrong decisions and and so the thing is though if we worry about making the wrong decisions will be stuck as well, right? Nothing will happen and you'll become paralyzed. So the thing is, is we want to ensure that I don't want you to dread things either, right? Yes, we need a plan. So you've got strategies in place, but don't dread everything. Don't be fearful of taking action in case it's the wrong move or the wrong decision. Because if you don't make a decision, like I said, you'll be stuck, nothing will happen and you'll feel paralysed. And it won't matter if it's wrong. right? It won't matter if you've made the wrong decision. I've done, made plenty of wrong decisions. But at least you've figured out what not to do. And that's what I've learned along the way is a lot of decisions I've made have not necessarily been the right decision. But you know what, I've learnt what not to do and we've got to figure out what not to do so that we can go in the path of what to do because we don't always make the right decisions. It's called trial and error. Okay, number four, delusional about reality and what this actually means to you is that you're actually not aware of yourself, you believe that you're better than the you really are and you refuse to look at the facts because you're actually afraid of what the current reality will reveal. And at times we think we're better than what we are, and at times we think we're already that, that professional that we think we are. And it's great, you know, it's good to have you fake, it, bef- fake it until you make it, right? But reality is, this, is that we're not there yet. So when I was playing my tennis tournaments here in Australia and over in Europe, uh, I, was, I was pursuing a career of becoming a professional tennis player. But I didn't have any points, so I didn't have a world ranking. I had no points. I was still trying to break through. And it didn't happen. I didn't break through. It didn't happen. But I always thought I was I was better than I actually was. So I was like, yeah, I'm that standard, but I kept losing. And oh, there was a few years ago when I worked at this particular golf club, there was these two young guys who had um an opportunity to get a scholarship over in America to play golf. So they both went they both went to different colleges and so on. And they played off a handicap of one or two. But they thought that they were the they were really good. And they were, they were great, right? They were great players. But compared to that level to where they were going, really what they were was that they were big fish in a small pond. Yeah, they were good at the club that they were at. But when you when you put into a much bigger pool, right, like you go out and swim in the ocean, you realise that you're not a big fish. You're just another fish trying to make it, trying to survive. And it's hard, right? It's hard to be working towards your dream. It's hard to be become the professional sports person that you want to become. It's tough. But the thing is is you've got to be real with where you're at. And that's tough to look at, right? It is really tough. So we need to make sure that you're really identifying where you're at. And that actually leads us into number five is fearful of self-evaluation. And what that actually means to you is that you can't bear to evaluate because it will make you feel uneasy. You dread what you'll discover about yourself and about not pulling your weight to really where you should be pulling your weight to right, doing the work, you're convinced that self-evaluation is a waste of time and you're actually really fretting about what self-evaluation will actually really reveal to you and you know what, it is so tough looking at yourself, right, it is, it's so hard and it's, but the thing is is, uh, we have to do that because we have to really identify where we're at and it is so tough, and I wish I had someone help me when I was playing, uh, especially this match. If you've been listening to me for a while, you've heard me talk about this particular match I played against this world ranked, world ranked Australian player. It was quite well known, and you know I got absolutely smashed in the game. But I wish that I had someone there or a series of questions or someone to help me work out a series of questions and say "Tiff, look let's sit down let's look at what went wrong because the thing was was when I was out playing the matches because I worked so hard I thought I had to be perfect I thought I never had to make a mistake and if I was losing well I was just I was just getting beaten, wasn't I? Because that my attitude was, Oh well, if I'm losing they're better than me. Because I was terrified of being wrong. I was terrified of losing. And when that happened I thought I was a failure. But just imagine, this is what I look back at and I want I don't want you to make this same mistake. Just imagine if I had someone who said, Okay T- Tiff, let's look look at what what worked and what didn't what if you had someone do this for you? What if you had someone that could work and sit with you and go through that and evaluate what's going on? What if you did it and you evaluated yourself? What would happen? Right? Even like I look back and, and like everything that I share with you, I, I could have been talking from a different place, not from regret in my tennis it could have been a much different story had I known, had I been aware to self-evaluate. For one, I didn't know, and at the time, I was probably terrified because my vision and my worldview was that if I made mistakes, I was a failure. I was wrong. I was a loser, right? And that's not it at all. It's about learning to improve ourselves, isn't it? It's learning and identifying what's not working and what, how can we fix it, okay? So you've got to make sure that you're evaluating. Number six, no discipline whatsoever. So what this means to you is that you have no discipline. You don't understand the meaning of discipline. You expect to just do it now and then the results will come. You expect to rock up and it all comes together without putting in the effort. You don't have a code of behaviour that is beneficial to your development. You have no system for success. You can't understand why that you're not achieving. And you won't put the work in because you fear hard work. So discipline or having no discipline... Well, discipline's actually... Um, the meaning of it is really having a code of behaviour or a set of rules that you have devised for your success... So the thing is, is if you don't have any discipline, you don't have a particular code of behaviour or a set of rules to devise for yourself for success, do you? So if you're not disciplined, then you don't have commitment. You don't show up and you don't do the work. But guess what? You expect the results. And you know, this won't happen. My husband's a great example. Like when he used to play rugby rugby union as a junior, Late teens, early 20s as well. He hated training. He hated going to training. He talks about it now. I hated it. I just wanted to show up and play. I was like, just imagine if you, you know, you did the training and you did the work, how much better would you play? But I didn't want to do that. I just wanted to rock up and play, right? But he still wanted the results. Sometimes you see players who are loud. You see players that play up. You see players that have they're oozing with talent, but they have no discipline. And you know what? They don't hang around forever. They don't have a long career in their sport. And I'm sure you can think of a few players in in the field of sport that you're pursuing. I always remember uh, Andre Agassi from years ago. He was number one tennis player in the world, and in his younger years, he was a brat. He really was. And he would come and go and uh, he had a lot of stuff going on with his father and relationships that he had and his love-hate relationship with tennis as well. So there was a lot of mental battles that he had and he had a lot of attitude and, and so on. But What he did as he became older, I think it was the last match that he played, I think he was about 36 years of age in um, the US Open, and he wanted to be that professional. You could see it in his eyes. He was down there for business. He was disciplined. He worked hard. Well, he's a well-respected tennis player. He's a gentleman of of the game, and you see that with... Novak Djokovic, you see that Rafael, Rafael Rafael Nadal, you see that with Roger Federer. We've got that with Ash Barty in, in here from Australia. She's doing so well in the in the um, French Open right now, and I think she's getting close to number being number five in the world. But then we've got also. Some brats in tennis I don't know how long they're going're they're, they're going to survive in the in the tennis world for because there's stuff going on. They say they work hard they're oozing with talent, but how long have they got in the game? Time will tell okay, and the number seven, the seventh deadly mistake has a fixed mindset so what this means is you're not coachable, you're not willing to learn, you're very fixed in your ways, you're stubborn, you're not open to new new ideas, you refuse to learn something new, you want to stay comfortable with where you're at, you find it difficult to get along with people, you're argumentative, believing that what you're doing is the only way, you will not try the new systems, you fear trial and error testing will hold hold you back, and you don't see the benefits of further development you're terrified of losing and making mistakes and you give up when it's too hard so don't be a closed book be willing to learn and develop and improve push out of your comfort comfort zone i'm going to read it again do not be a closed book be willing to learn and develop and improve And push yourself out of your comfort zone. So I hope you enjoyed today's seven deadly mistakes that athletes make. And don't let this be you because we want to ensure that you achieve your sports dreams. So I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Love it if you could share with me what you like best about what you heard today. If you've got just 30 seconds to spare, I'd really appreciate a five-star review wherever you hear these episodes because we want to build the reach of potential with TIFF community as big as we possibly can. If you have friends that you know that would benefit from these episodes, I'd really appreciate too if you could share these episodes with your friends. And I want you to dream big, believe in you, and go after your dreams. Have an awesome day. Take care. Talk soon. Bye-bye. bye yeah.